What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of the Miss Got It Miss Fizz podcast. And as always, it's your girls, Pebs. And Isis. And it's been a doozy of a week this week. And I've been, like, super excited. Just a mini, mini shout-out. Thank you guys to all the misfits that are, like, listening and sharing all of our uh, posts on Facebook, on TikTok. You know, you guys are racking up the numbers. Uh, It's like a small feat, but it really means a lot to us. So thank you guys for always listening. And thank you for sending in your questions and all that. Just wanted to give you guys a mini shout-out. Okay, so first things first this week. And this thing really made me laugh. And I think that uh, this story is really important about not just reading the headline and actually, like, reading the article. Because if you read the headline, you'd be like, oh, my God, what? Then when you actually read the story, you're like, yeah, they deserve that shit. So if you guys haven't heard about the story with there was a wedding, right? So picture this. It's a wedding. It's beautiful and all that. And there's a photographer. They're taking all the pictures for your wedding. And then you, um, they ask, like, man, I'm really hungry. Can I have um, a plate at the wedding? And you tell them no. And then they delete all your wedding photos. <laughs> like, when I first read that shit, and this for me, like, having a wedding and understanding how important photos are of that moment. Like, I was like, oh, my God, that's fucked up. Like, I would sue them and all of that. Then I read the article, and I think they said they paid them, like, $150, which. That is a drop in a motherfucking bucket. Bro, they said that the photographer guy, it was like, a, I think it was like a couple or whatever. Don't This miss got a misfit, so if I get some of the information wrong, y'all already know what it is. So, uh, it was like the kid went to, like, the the engagement he went to like a bridal shower all of this for 150 bruh, bruh. taking all these photos and it might have been a little bit more it wasn't nowhere close it wasn't nowhere close to like 500 dollars. i know that it wasn't more than 500 so then they working all these hours at the wedding taking all these photos you know the pre you getting your dress all of these photos this man took and he asked for some food and the lady said no and low-key, I had deleted your fucking photos, too. Like, for real. Because at the end of the day, he's doing a job. And if a photographer is at your wedding, I really feel like it's your responsibility to feed them. Because weddings are a very long process. Especially, like, if the photographer, if they're a good photographer and they're there in the morning time. Because you're doing a lot of stuff. So, like, you have pictures from, like, your setup, from, like, your bridesmaids getting dressed and, like, that moment with the mother and daughter, you know, zipping up the the dress and all of that, you know. Um, so you do right by them. So I will say, and people are probably gonna get mad for me for telling this story. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Whatever. So for my wedding, we had a photographer, and the photographer gifted us his services as our wedding gift, right? And, you know, like, normally you get your wedding pictures and it's, like, maybe, at the most, I'm going to say, like, a couple months for you to get your wedding photos back. I don't even think it really takes that long. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get some grace. And so, like, a year goes by. You guys heard me. 365 days. And we hadn't gotten the photos. So, I kind of was, like, at the point where I was just, like, I guess I'm never going to see my photos. So, on my anniversary... We got some photos back, maybe like 50 photos. And they're only the photos that we took as like a group. So like the staged I have zero photos from my, the reception. Zero photos from like the us getting ready and all of that. And I've kind of come to terms with it because, you know, deep down I understand that I didn't pay for um, the photos, which we did offer to pay him for the photos, just before you guys come in the comments. Um, it was it was a very sad moment for me because we were so busy on the day of the wedding that I don't even remember all the people that were there. And then, you know, you got all of the older people that probably aren't going to be here for long, you know, and you want to have photos of people. But just a cautionary tale, make sure you guys... Um, 
number one, treat people with respect and be nice to people or whatever. And number two, kind of get some ground rules on what's expected. Yeah. Because you weren't going to pay them or you weren't going to uh, feed them or whatever. That should have been discussed prior to so we can either make decisions and use another service or, you know what I mean? So many things could have been um, prevented in that moment. So just be kind to people because especially people that are service workers. Because now you ain't got no photos. <laughs> Facts. Because regardless of whether it was wrong or it was right, now you just ain't got no photos. Which is, I know, devastating for a bride. Also, with people that's doing services like that, y'all need to, and because, at the, so I'm just going to make this quick. Unless it was already a disgusting, I it's it's not like the people like that it's not the bride and the groom obligation to feed them i feel like most people when they have events they know that these people are helping us you know they're i feel like out of um general not generosity but i feel like people just most time people are just nice at they yeah so they like okay we can at least be our photographer but then also I get on the same end, okay, so if I'm feeding a photographer, okay, now I got to feed the DJ. Okay, now I got to feed yeah. this other person. So I get that and I understand and I know, especially when you're not having like buffet style type thing or, I mean, because even still, you still have to count how many people going to be there so they know how much food. But just if you're going to be doing something like that, either bring something with you. If it wasn't already discussed about, are we going to be eating? Are we going to be like, are we going to be giving a break to eat? Are you going to be feeding us? I feel like you should still like bring something yeah. because if it wasn't already discussed, then I mean, it's yeah, not really an obligation. Like if you ain't put that in your contract, then yeah, I agree. It's still messed up though. Like I still feel like these people, especially if they, if you know they're not charging you as much as they could charge you, because not only are they taking your photos, but they editing your photos, they yeah, going through part. these photos, and they making sure that these photos look nice for you. So, and especially if you paying a flat rate for all these events that you have in. Because that's a lot. If they was there for the engagement, bridal shout, that's a lot of stuff to be taking pictures for for a flat rate fee. Mm-hmm. That's not... Because I ain't never had no photography before, but I've heard people about how much they have yeah. pictures, and that is nothing. And that's just for one event, and they did multiple uh, ones. Like me- Wedding photographers can be like upwards of $1,200. Swear to God, I, when we was looking at different photographers and stuff before uh, the guy reached out to us or whatever. Um, and that's just for your wedding day. Mm-hmm. One day. And you talking about that they didn't did all these other events for your pertaining to your wedding for that one flat right now. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I probably, I, well, I probably wouldn't have deleted, but I would be like, Okay, well, I know I ain't never dealing with this family no more. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, so next up on our hot topics is, and I'm like so happy about it for this guy because both of us being African American, we understand how it feels to be, um, you know, here like slick shit at work and you don't say nothing because you need your job. So Tesla had to pay a former employee one. Hundred and thirty-seven million dollars over the racism that they experienced at the job. And what's sad about the story is it wasn't just this one guy that he just was probably the one guy that said something. So think about all the other people of color that were basically being harassed working for Tesla or whatever. Because it had to be really bad for you to pay me one hundred thirty-seven million dollars. That's a lot of money. It ain't nothing for uh old dude. What's his name? Which one is that? Elon Musk. Yeah, him. Like it ain't nothing for him to pay that. But at the same time, like you don't want to go to work and be dealing with racist ass shit. Like it's honestly the reason why I eat in my car when I'm at work because he not to cut you off. He look racist. 
and I know that has nothing to do like if you need a job you need a job working for Tesla is probably a very um lucrative position especially as the company grows they are worth a lot of money but just looking at the head I mean and a lot of people you don't you're not thinking about that that was being racist to the guy but still it starts at it starts at the top of the floor because like he gives me they tried to name their baby a non-name they just tried to get a baby symbols for a name yeah he definitely gives me head of the squid games vibes bro like straight up but uh yeah shout out to the old buddy hopefully he gets an accountant and he understands the value of money and he don't blow all that money because that's a good yeah, 137 million dollars that's like life changing you can you can go and flip that money if you make smart investments you could be set for life facts because if it was me i'd be like you know what mr elon Musk, sir i'm gonna take this money but thank you so much for your racist environment work environment because <laughs> now i'm able to live the rest of my life doing whatever i want to do I can create Tesla if I want, well, a Tesla if I want to, because I worked here. So I know the ins and outs. You know what's really bad? And this is terrible that this just came to my mind for no apparent reason. I bet that man works more than Lil Bow Wow. (laughs) That you are horrible. (laughs) Lil Bow Wow, if you ever so happen to listen to this for whatever reason, just know. I'm sorry. I do not agree. Well, what she's saying, but you know, Little I would Bow appreciate wow. you just free don't know how to you the Millennium it. Tour. Oh, <laughs> um, well, maybe that man ain't got one hundred thirty-seven million dollars, though. You never know. If you look at Nick Cannon, you wouldn't think he'd be worth all the money he worth. Bruh, let, I'm finna look up Bow Wow's motherfucking net worth so you can. Eat no, your... it's probably not one hundred and thirty-seven Bruh. million. Okay, so look, I think it's probably like fifteen million. I don't even think it's that much. Damn, Isis. See, you talk about me. What did it say? What we at? 15 million is Damn, a Damn, son. Damn, son. I mean, he make enough money to be comfortable with his life. But anytime you got to lie about you being on a private jet as a celebrity. Isis, you won't even guess how much it is. Well, like $500,000. No, it ain't that low. He worth $1.5 million. Yeah, he ain't worth that much money then in 2018 he was worth 2.5 million what happened to that 1 million probably when he got on that uh what's that growing up hip-hop show Mm. but lord sorry about i'm sorry but that just came off came across my head 15 million ma'am you (laughs) girl i was trying to help calvin First of all, when the last time Bauer has done anything? True. They need to do a roll bounce. out with anything. They need to do a roll bounce too and stop playing. Bruh, I wouldn't want to see nobody but Cleo Thomas. Now that part there. Oh, thank you, Lord. For I cannot see Bow out at the weight that he is now on some skates and roll bounce. Bruh. Rude. And old buddy from Moesha. I, I, them two. Cleo Ain't Thomas and old dude from Moesha. Who, oh, you're talking about the little brother? Yeah. Okay. And who's the little other dude, the other fine ass light skinned man? With the afro? The yes. Other, I don't know where he from. He done played in a couple of things, so I don't know. I can't. Yes, baby, because that man know he from. Basically, just anybody but Bow Wow. <laughs> So, just in case you guys were wondering, that fine-ass, light-skinned Spanish man, his name is Rick Gonzalez. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, he done played in a few things. I just yeah. Think. Yeah, he one of those, like, you know him, but you don't know him. Yeah. Shout-out to him. We got off topic, but shout-out to Bow Wow um, and his $1.5 million. Yeah, because you got way more money than I <laughs> Yeah, that we'll see. Well, I'm claiming it. I'm gonna have my, my we'll see it eventually, but right now, right? My goal is to be worth more than little Bow Wow. Let's go. It's an imaginary account right now. Yes, we, we're manifesting us Bow Wow money right now. But guys, we're gonna kind of like shift and and I hate when the week is very dark because I feel like this week we've had a lot of highs and lows in terms of like the shit that's been popping off in the media 
But y'all, and this really breaks my heart. So I know we have covered a lot of like missing people of color in the last uh, couple of episodes. And this one really, really broke my heart. And it was kind of like one of those, you already know the person's dead type of situations. It's just trying to find a body. And they recently found the body of the young woman, I think in Florida. Well, what's what's going on with Florida? First off, um, where the, yeah, crazy. But where the maintenance man basically like tried to holler at the girl and she rejected him. And then he went, used the master keys to her home murdered her and then eventually committed suicide like can we just take a second number one to just send peace and love and positive energy to that 19 was she 19 yeah Yeah. 19 years old beautiful young lady just fucking sad that us as women have to be afraid to tell a guy no it's been a lot of uh, stuff being called on camera this week with men like that. Um, you probably seen it. That lady, she was coming home from work at like two o'clock in the morning. And I guess it was some people like some dudes outside her building or whatever. So she basically like felt the dude following her. And luckily enough, she ended up getting into her apartment and locking the door fast enough because the guy was like basically trying to you know, come in her house or whatever. Wow. That's some sick shit. And I feel like we as parents, and I'm not a biological mother, I always like to say, because you know some people, and I do agree that there's a difference when you like carry a child and all that, but at the same time, for me, a mother is a mother, you know? But I feel like us as parents have to teach our kids about accepting rejection understanding that everybody's not going to like you and understanding that no one owes you an explanation for why they don't like you. Because I feel like we have become uh, a society of people that need validation from other folks. And it's really because of like social media. Because think about it, you see who likes your stuff, you see who comments, you see the views. And a lot of it, not only like monetary gain, but like popularity is something that has become so... Um, and pun unintended, like popular, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. okay for someone not to like you, and that's fine. And they but don't I owe feel... Oh, my head, my bad. Go ahead. I don't know. You good? Go ahead. I feel like uh, th- yesterday, I feel like a lot of um rejection and stuff is caused from social media, especially when it comes to people and like their mental health and compete and people, um, you know possibly committing suicide because they don't feel like worthy enough or Mm -hmm. they don't get but as far as this whole men with rejection thing I feel like that has gone on for a long time even when we were younger even us as teenagers in middle school you'll be walking down the street and dudes trying to talk to you from across the street now mind you we young not like young, young, because I was never like walking down the street. Like I will, I didn't have to because I wasn't really, I wasn't going nowhere. But you know, it's a lot of people out here. They kids, you know, you they gotta walk to school, whatever, catch the bus. But you know, like just walking down the street, you and your friends, y'all young, y'all teenagers, and do older dudes at that, mind you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, dudes your age or whatever, just dudes across the street trying to holler at you, yelling at you from across the street. You know, you just keep walking because you like, you know, that ain't something that y'all alone. And that's saying, you know, you a bitch. And, Man. Oh, you ugly anyway. Facts. But that you were part. just trying to talk to me two seconds ago. I was fine two seconds ago when you were trying to holler at me. But now that I said, oh, I don't say nothing to you then all of a sudden I'm ugly and I'm this and I'm that. And I don't know, like men, some men, I'm not going to say all men, some men have this ego so Mm -hmm. big that they think that anybody should be grateful or they should be excited that you want to talk to them. And it's like, bro, I'm trying to go to the grocery store. I don't, like, I'm not here to meet no man. Like, and then, if you're going to try to approach me, at least approach me correctly. Facts. 
excuse hey hey how you doing excuse me you know i'm just you know no y'all be hey how you hey what what's up you good you got a man like hey yo ma bro what like like, create a conversation with me you know something like get out of your vehicle first off get out of your car and then it's always the scrub that be trying to talk to you in, out of the car. Like, didn't y'all hear TLC? Didn't they tell y'all we ain't want no scrubs? And then they complain, oh, y'all women, y'all y'all don't be liking the ugly dudes and no. all this, that, and the third. No, because ugly dudes, y'all be have y'all be the worst ones. Bruh, with them badass like attitudes. Ugly. With them horrible attitudes. We don't want to deal with nobody with a horrible attitude and don't know how to take rejection. Bruh. Bruh. Because you can't, you got to pick a struggle. You can't be ugly and... And then the thing about it is women will put up with a lot. It's plenty of women out here. You be looking like, man, she really pretty. Her man, you know, he kind of... But you, like, you never know. If you are a nice, decent person that treats people right, Mm. it don't matter what you look like. Mm. You can look like the gum up under somebody's shoe. And it's somebody out there that's going to love you and be with you. That part there. But all this, y'all trying to basically killing and trying to force and forcing yourselves on on people, women, whoever the case may be, because y'all rejected. Like, it's been so many cases of, I remember we were still in school, some dude went and shot up a gym because a, a lady rejected him. Wow. Wow, now that's insane. And I will be linking, I'm going to try to do it in the show notes, a link to, especially for women that live alone in their apartments, we're going to try to link some things. Uh, and we're not affiliated with any of this stuff. We just kind of want to help you guys out and make sure that all of our misfits are staying safe. So I'm going to link some things from Amazon to help protect you guys in your home. Um. Yeah, because be safe. Always make sure you looking out your surroundings because these people people are crazy. Not just men, women too. Yes, but especially as a woman, they already think you vulnerable and you weak. You know, some of us can't help our situation. Some people you gotta you gotta work, and sometimes they involve you being to work late. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no car. You gotta take public transportation. But you know, you gotta make sure you watch yourself. Cause exactly, bro. Old buddy would have been out of here. This would have been a whole different type of <laughs> conversation. Yeah, because yeah, I make sure I keep my kitty keychain with me at all times. I keep a blade with me. Uh, and what's crazy for me is I'm always super annoyed with my husband because he'll do the let me know when you get there, let me know when you get with your friends, let me know when you're on your way home. And I'm just like, oh my god, bro. But, like, honestly, it's a blessing to have somebody, number one, that gives a shit about your safety. But, number two, it's a lot of times when people go missing and you don't know when the last time somebody spoke to them. You don't know where they were going. You don't know uh, who they with. You know what I mean? So, I think it's important to make sure that you're being honest, especially our young listeners. Because we've been there. We've been there saying, oh, I'm going to be at Keisha house when really you're going over Jonathan house. Make sure that someone knows where you're going. Where you really going. For real. Like, call your best friend. Send her. Because I promise you, when we used to be date, well, um, I used to still in the dating world. But when I was in the dating world as well with her, we're going on a date with somebody. We sharing our location. We letting each other know where we at. I'm taking, bro, I'm extra. I'm taking pictures of the license plate. I'm sending it to you. I want you to know where we going to be at. All of that. Because nowadays, it's really, everybody has an iPhone. Even if you don't have an iPhone, I feel like Apple is trying to integrate features, Apple features with Android features. So even if you don't, you can always share your location with your with your group of friends. Share y'all, it's apps where you can share your location with people and it lets you know like, oh, they left the house. And it might seem annoying but you never, like, you never know. Exactly. And for all of our uh, guy listeners, please, if a woman, if there's a mil, there's literally billions of people in the universe. And it's okay for someone not to be your cup of tea. Because guess what? You might be somebody else's cup of tea. So just be like, okay, maybe she don't like me and just move the fuck on. 
No one owes you anything. No one owes you a a resp- uh what's it called a response to your cat call. And that's for women out there too. If there are women who doing the same thing, facts. And I know as women, we don't like it's hard for us. Like we internalize the rejection because we be like, oh, am I not pretty? You're right. But at, like at the end of the day, nobody should be. And it also comes down to mental health as well I feel like um for you to like snap like something to snap in your head to be like you know what now I gotta kill you yeah 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 yeah. so we need to um really um talk about therapy talk about going and talking to people because a lot of times if you feeling like it's everybody else nine times out of ten it's probably you and and I don't say that to be like a negative thing all the time because yeah. it's okay to get help. It's okay for you to be like, man, I'm real anxious. Like I remember talking to myself about, uh, you know, people like, yeah, I cut bitches off and I don't give a fuck or whatever. And I started feeling like that. Like it was so easy for me to cut friends off. It's so easy for me to, um, just pretend like somebody doesn't exist anymore. And that was a character flaw for me. I had to really look inward and figure out why I was so okay with, just abandoning people. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm wor- I'm still currently working through that. So it's okay to go and be like, okay, I have a character flaw to identify that you have a character flaw and then work on it. And that's okay. But guys, just I just want everybody to stay safe. Make sure you guys are doing everything you possibly can to make it home. That's what we all want to do at the end of the day is make it home safe every day. And this kind of transitions into the next thing that we're going to talk about this week, which is the unfortunate, um, and they say school shooting, but when I, it's basically a a shooting that happened at a school, because it's not the same as like, I went in there and I was like. It wasn't like a mass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically the the storyline, because when I first heard about it, that's the the idea that I got that it was just like a mass shooting and that like people like he went up there and he was shooting up the school. So I had to do my own research. And basically there was an argument between two, uh, two individuals at a high school. Um, and one of the guys pulled out a gun and shot the, uh, the other individual. And now they're saying that dude is on life support. The guy that he shot. And it's unfortunate because the young man, and I know you guys notice that I try not to use people's names a lot of the time. So if you really want to know, like, the names of the people that we're talking about or the stories, you can just kind of Google it. Because I kind of like to try to respect the people, unless we're talking about, like, celebrity people, because whatever. They put their business out there. But, like, regular degler news, I like to kind of, like, keep the names out of there. And if you want to, you can go and try to look it yeah, up. Yeah, especially their minors as well, yeah, I think. Exactly. So if you guys want to know, you can look it up. But uh, it's very unfortunate. So, like, you had the family coming out, and the family was on that whole, um, he was being bullied. And I don't take bullying lightly because I was bullied, and I understand what it does to your self-esteem, to your mental health. But this is one thing that I think is super, super important for the kids of the social media era. Because I think Facebook came out when we were, like, in, like, seventh grade. And don't get me wrong, you had, like, tagged in and, and MySpace, but it wasn't, like, a big thing. Like, yeah, Facebook was meant for college students when it first came out. Actually. Yeah, so think about um, think about now. When Remember when Instagram and Facebook went down and how fucking crazy? I was asleep that whole day. I didn't feel well that day, so I didn't even realize that it went down. But it was some people that were like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Facebook's down. So I think it's important for us, number one, to understand that Facebook, Instagram, and we told you guys to, if you want to go back and listen to our social construct episode, where we talk about the important things about stepping away from Instagram, Facebook, and and having us cleanse and all of that, because it gets rough being on social media all the time, because you have this like fake idea of like what you're supposed to be like and all of this. So the parents came out and said that the the kid, that the shooter was being bullied. And I think that we all have to take a responsibility, not just the parents of the kid that's the bully, because yes, you need to, you know that your kid a bully, regardless of whether or not you want to acknowledge it. 
but for the parents of children that are being bullied. Number one thing that you have to do is believe your child. Because there's a lot of instances where your kid um, wants to tell you something, but you're not believing them. So then eventually they're like, well, no one's trying to help me. None of the, because a lot of these school shooters went to teachers, went to parents and told them, hey. Or displayed some type of. Yeah, if your child is coming home and not wanting to be interactive, is being very lethargic, not talking. You know what I mean? If their grades are declining when they normally weren't declining, there's something happening. And we have to be aware. Check your child's social media. Read the comments. See what's going on with your child. Because number one, you can end up having a child that may commit suicide, which guys, please don't. High school and college, those are just little drops in the bucket of the rest of your life. And if you do feel that way, because nowadays it's a lot, it's not like back in the day where like your parents had to co-sign on. I mean, of course, when you were minor, they still do. But it is, it's a lot of stuff out here that you, you places you can go, even if you underage, you could talk to somebody, mm-hmm. anybody. Like, yeah. shout out, better parents, help. Yeah. If your parents not believing you, then it's always somebody out here that can help you. Yeah. From your school counselor, somebody, even if it's a, one of your friend's parents, talk to somebody. Okay. Number two, making sure that you know your kids' friends, knowing what your kids are involved with, because, with this incident, the kid didn't, like, leave and come back with a gun. He already had a gun with him at school, meaning, number one, if, if it was an instance of him being bullied, that means that he went and he was just started carrying the gun for protection. And it's sad that we live in a day and age to where a child in high school has to bring a gun to school to be feel protected. Because your your job, the adults, the principal, the vice principal, the teachers, it's your job to protect them. I'm lending my child to you for eight hours. I feel like I shouldn't have to worry about whether or not my child's going to come home after I dropped them off at school. Like It's our job as adults to make sure that these children are being safe and are being taught in a safe environment. Because I will say, though, at our school, we had... Um, metal detectors which I guess when you say it out loud it's kind of like fucked up because you're like damn you feel like you're like in a prison but we had metal detectors and we had the little airport also we live in we live in Chicago where but our school wasn't in the ghetto we had a lot of ghetto people that went there please (laughs) please please okay it was it was very diverse we had a very diverse school that we went to um, we had Asian people, white people, black. We it was very diverse. Was white people. There was like three white people that went to our school. It was, we had a lot. Well, yeah, but we had a lot of Asian people that went there. Yeah, we had a lot of Asian. We had a lot of uh Latina people that went yeah. there. So it was it was diverse for what you would think a school, you know. But it was the hood up in there too. Or people that thought they was the hood. Because we really went to like a, a magnets. Yeah. So it was like the smartest thug people. <laughs> like, yeah. Like everybody that got... Honestly, the only reason why I got in was because... Well, not like that, but I lived outside the district. And at the time, um, they was doing like... Once they accepted all the people that they was going to accept for the year... If they still had space, then they would do like this raffle where they pull you, you know, pull your name or whatever. So, but you still had to have good, like good grades and good Iowa test scores and all that. Like it wasn't like you, they just did a raffle for random people, random people. Yeah, I got lucky too. Cause, and then that's how we met too, you know, being super smart math scholars. Shout out to, uh, because we had, we had some bugs in our math class. In our division. You said, yeah, we did. Think about think about some of the people that was in our division. Bruh. Bruh. We was all smart, but people still had their certain lives that they came from. That's true. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, guys, bullying is nothing to, to kind of blink your eye at. Like, take it seriously. Listen to your child. But, two, and this goes out to the people that are being bullied. And listen real close when I say this. You have the power 
to remove yourself from most bullying situations, especially on social media. Because guess what you can do? You can log out of your social media. You can turn off comments on your social media. My block button is heavy. You can block people. If you, your friends, if you realizing it, guess what? All these people that you think care or that you think you're going to be friends with forever in high school, bro, I can count on one hand how many people I talk to from high school. These people do not matter. This is just a small part of your life. I don't even remember half the shit that even happened to me. And, and a lot of these bullies are people that peaked in high school. And that high school is the best thing that they're ever going to have. So don't ever let anybody f- make you feel like you're less than, that you're not worthy, that you're a nerd or you're ugly and all this. Because guess what? You're going to find a group of people, a tribe, if you uh, want to call it that, of people that like the same things as you, that are into the same stuff as you. Like, I literally went to Comic-Con yesterday, and it felt so amazing to be surrounded by people that like the same kind of shit that you like, that want to dress up, that want to cosplay, that want to be nerdy. And and it was literally a place where you could, you don't know what you could see. I saw a big, fat, white man with no shirt on dressed as one of the characters from Demon Slayer. And guess what? He got probably hundreds of pictures and people asking him to take photos with him or whatever, but in the regular world, if you were aware that, people would be like, man, what the fuck? But we were literally surrounded by people that like the same kind of stuff that you like. So be su- you'll be surprised. Yeah. Also, I feel like, because I was, I had came across a TikTok where a guy was talking about this situation, and I kind of agree with one of the things he said, is that, of course, it's not easy to, as parents, like, you feel like, well, some stuff is like like because my thing is if you know your child is getting bullied and this is a constant thing of course you don't want to move your kids around and take them out of school but sometimes you have to know okay if I know my child is getting bullied this bad sometimes it's okay as a parent to be like hey we might need to transfer them somewhere else or homeschool or homeschool or like and I get it and I, I mean, I get, I'm not a parent, so I don't, I don't know, but I mean, I guess I can get, you feel like, well, this can be like a lesson because they're not everybody going to like, but bullying is a whole, it's one thing where people don't like you. It's a whole nother thing where people are harassing you Yeah. to the point, like as a parent, you know, your child is getting bullied. That's, we not back in 1990s where, the, oh, that's just going to make them tough. Like, yeah. no. These kids these days don't fight. They do not fight anymore with mm-hmm. their hands. They get guns like this boy thought. Kids don't fight their bullies with their fists no more. Mm-hmm. Now you got these situations where this boy, he didn't got bullied so bad, he feel like he got it. The only way it's going to stop is if he kills somebody else. And now both your lives is gone. Well, so, the other like, kid's not dead yet, so... Yeah, so now you you on TV talking about, and I get it, but at the same time, now you on TV talking about, well, he was bullied so bad, like, but you knew he was being bullied. Mm -hmm. If he was being bullied so bad, you still have the power as a parent Mm. to transfer them. Mm -hmm. We we gotta, everybody gotta take accountability in this situation. The school, the, Mm. the, the, the district, the board, the pa- the parents is not excluded from this situation. Yes, you had your kids somewhere for eight hours a day, but at the end of the day, you a parent 24-7. Mm. These people at this, yeah, they supposed to keep your kids safe, make sure they knowledgeable and all this, that, and the third, and they responsible for them while they in that building. But at the same time, they can't be everywhere at one time. And I know that sounds like a whole lot of crap because they do be knowing about stuff that be happening. But it's a lot of stuff that be going on in schools and that people be having to deal with. And you as a parent, you have to be on, you have to worry, you have to worry about your kid at the end of the day. You can't expect these people that got hundreds of kids in their school to pinpoint just your child because your child not the only person that's going through something at the school. 
So if the school not going to help you or whatever the case may be, then you have to help your child. You can't mm-hmm. keep them in this situation. Mm-hmm. Also, that part. I don't know if this matters, but they were in a very well-to-do type of looking situation. So people can be bullied. It don't matter. And I think that boy had a car and everything, like a nice car. So bullying happens anywhere and everywhere. Not just in the hood. Right. And don't think that just because you moved your kid to the suburbs, that that means that they're not going to be susceptible to to bullies. So still make sure that you are paying attention and doing what you can do to help your child at all times. Yeah. But last but not motherfucking least, before we get into our uh, Misfit Minute and before we answer you guys' anonymous questions... And this one is kind of controversial. I was kind of like torn whether or not to even mention It's not kind of controversial at this point. It's controversial. But this is about the Dave Chappelle special. So anybody that knows me knows that I love Dave Chappelle. I'm always going to love Dave Chappelle. It is what it is. And I believe that comedy is an art form that can be interpreted in a lot of different ways. And to like we said earlier stop seeking validation from people okay stop seeking validation from people it's okay for people to not agree that's fine but for me i didn't see anything that was as problematic as people were making it seem like number one we all know dave chappelle's one of those people when i was watching the special i could tell that he was purposely saying the most reckless thing that he could say like at least like the first like 10 minutes of the special you can kind of see he was trying to see how far he could push the envelope before people would get angry and i do think that it's important for people like dave to to spark conversations because i think that we're so divided everything is a is a group everything is a us versus them and a lot of times when you sit down and have a conversation with with people that are in the LGBTQ plus or people that are African-American, people that are white, people that are, you know what I mean, indigenous people. A lot of times if you sit down and actually have a conversation with each other, you'll see that you're literally fighting the same battles. You want the same things, you know what I mean? But because we're so programmed to be divisive, we can't really see the the actual message that he was kind of trying to convey. I thought the special was amazing. I laughed from the moment that I started watching it to the end of the episode, the end of the special. That's just me because I understand his kind of humor and I've always been a really, really big fan of him. And I don't necessarily agree with, and I, I also think this is important. You don't have to uh, agree just because you don't agree with somebody's uh, life choices doesn't mean that you hate them. I think that it's important for us to understand that just because someone doesn't agree with what you do with your life, that doesn't mean that they believe that you don't have the right to do it or that they love you less or they hate you or whatever the case may be. Cause I have a lot of friends that do things that I don't do and I'm, I don't judge them for it. I don't think that they're any less of a person or whatever. I just don't do it. Like some people eat pork. I don't eat pork. I don't think you're a a bad person because you eat pork and I don't. You know what I mean? So I think we have to get out of that headspace that everybody's going to like what you do. As long as no one's like trying to harm you or prevent you from doing um, whatever it is that you're doing, then I think you need to chalk it up to the game and move on. But what did you think? Because I know you just recently watched the special. Um, So I literally just watched it, finished watching it right before this episode. (laughs) We filmed, we we recording this. Um, so Dave Chappelle is, um, I think he's funny. He's not like my go-to comedian of like when I want to look at something funny. But so I'm pretty much like neutral on it. But I think I thought the special was okay. Um, it was moments where I was like, oh damn, like <laughs> yeah, definitely okay but um i feel like at the end of the day huh 
talking about? I feel like Dave Chappelle, he didn't say anything that was like, oh, we need to stop. We need to stop. Yeah, cancel him. We need to cancel or we need to or or people shouldn't be able to change their gender or we need to stop people from being able to change their gender and we uh women should like he wasn't spewing out like hate like speech to me to me personally this is to me i'm not a part of the lgbtq plus community so I can only speak from my heterosexual cisgender woman view of it. Um, so for me, I feel like he wasn't spewing any like hate speech towards mm-hmm. transgender people or the LGBTQ plus community. But again, I'm not in that community, so I yeah. don't see it from that way. But I thought overall the special was was okay. I did have moments where I laughed. I had moments where I was like, "Oh shit, maybe you probably shouldn't have said that." But at the end of the day, Dave Chappelle has had have years of him saying like he talked about everybody. Yeah, he's one of those comedians that talks about everybody. Yeah, for sure, white people. But even in his special, where he was talking about. He had a friend that was a transgender woman. He yeah. was still like appropriately calling her she. And like when he came in contact with transgender people, he was still like giving them appropriate pronouns. So I feel like over the years, yeah, I think he it's has a girl. come along. Like, yeah, along yeah. Way. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're a part of that community and you don't, you feel like Dave Chappelle is not the person that you like, you don't listen to him. Like. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to listen to him. Like Kitor loves Charlemagne. I'm yes. not the biggest fan of Charlemagne, so I don't partake in most of the stuff that he does. But I like at the end of the day, I, just for me and my perspective, I was like, it's nothing that he's saying that's like. Oh, we need to go out and kill all gay people and people yeah, exactly. of, of this type of community. Um, but you know, hey, I it was I like it was good for what it was. If you don't like something or you don't like something that somebody says, you don't have to listen to them because, like, and it's about- not excusing anything that anybody says that you makes you uncomfortable yeah. if you're yeah. a part of that community. But you you don't have to listen to them and listen to what they say. You don't have to support them. Yeah, exactly. Think about it. Because it's pl- like a lot of the LGBTQ plus community really supports a lot of people. And when they support people, they support people. Yeah. No, so when you take your money and you take your support away from that's the way you hit them with person, yeah, that's when you really. But then also, it's a lot. It, I feel like it's still a lot of like when you be on TikTok and you be seeing people that's a part of that community that are older. It doesn't really affect a lot of them. Like they don't really see a lot yeah. that be going like wrong or what people like you know, certain type of jokes people make, they be like, okay, like, it is what it is. Like, it's some stereotypes about black people that you be like, oh, they probably shouldn't have said that. But as black people, we be like, well, yeah, I mean, you know. We do love chicken. <laughs> I mean, it ain't, it's not their place to say it because they're not a part of the community. Exactly. But we can't sit here and be like, well, you know, a lot of us do like watermelon. Um, You know. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes really off as like hate is when it's like really, but I yeah. think people already have like they don't already don't like Dave Chappelle, especially people of those that community. Anything that he say is mm-hmm. gonna affect them. So, but I'm trying to like you said, and I don't want to stay on this long because I don't want I don't me personally I try not to offend people because like you said neither one of us are, are part of that community. Um. I don't want to say anything to offend anybody because, again, I feel like it's always a, it's a teachable moment for most things are a teachable moment. But again, too, um, I'm not going to be in rooms and we keep telling you guys, I don't want to be in a room with people that don't 
agree or support or anything and you have the the uh power to be in rooms where people feed your spirit you don't have to put yourself in predicaments where you are gonna be uh feel uncomfortable you like it's a lot of comedians that i don't like their comedy it's a lot of uh comedians that i don't listen to because i don't think they're funny or whatever and guess what i don't listen to them and i'm not saying that that means that that person shouldn't be able to to say their comedy to whoever because they're funny to somebody just not me yeah and it's also i feel like it's not not to cut you off but even if you are the type of person that likes being on social media you can curate you can curate your social media to what you want to see that's true too you don't have to follow like granted the shade room be posting a lot of funny stuff and that's how you get a lot of your like pop culture news but if you know the shade room be posting stuff that most of the time that you don't like to see Stop following the shade room. Stop mm. following baller alert. Stop following TMZ. Because TMZ, they don't they, care. They post everything. And just continue to surround yourself with people that feed your energy. That feed you and that are going to uplift you and are going to love on you. And stop trying to be in rooms that aren't created for you. Create your own rooms. Yeah. Because Create our own safe spaces. Yeah. Because and that goes for all communities. I want us all to be able to create spaces for for ourselves instead of us always trying to. It's kind of like trying to fit the round uh, little thing in a square hole. I'm not fitting. I'm not trying to make nobody else uh, conform to me. I'm finna make my own fucking lane. And and you can agree or you can disagree. That's fine. But I want to be in my own space where I feel loved and I feel honored and all that. And I'm tired of seeking validation from people that don't care about us. So surround yourself with people that feed your light and that love on you. And and sometimes you have to fake it till you make it, to be honest. And a lot of times you have to be in spaces that you... we People have jobs that they hate. But guess what? Your bills still got to get paid. Now that part there... That don't what? mean you stop fighting for what you want in life and what you believe in. Because at the end of the day, if you decide you want to change your gender, you want to love who you want to love, that is your business. And nobody, well, me, I don't want to take that from anybody. Facts. And I know it's hard to be like, well, I don't want to hide who I am and hide myself. And I completely understand that. But sometimes you can't be loud and wrong. Mm. Like. Nobody's telling you to hide yourself so you create your own community of people. You create your own lane. But sometimes that ain't something for everybody. You still got to get your bills paid. And if McDonald's is hiring, hey, you better flip them burgers like you ain't ever flipped before. And one day maybe you can own your own McDonald's. Two, three, four, five of them. And you can hire whoever you want to at your McDonald's. And, you know, so... I feel like we're making progress, though. I do think that we are are becoming a more inclusive um, community and loving on each other or whatever. And I want everybody to be who they are and love on themselves and surround themselves with people who also love and and feel the same way. But yeah. I think that we... I, I honestly think that, um, that it's a lot of room for everybody to learn from both sides. So I feel like we all have to be open and regardless of whether it's like, because I always get kind of antsy when we talk about political stuff, when we talk about um, sexuality, when we talk about mental health, because, you know, it's a lot of people that that are waiting for you to say something controversial so they can just be, so they can be on attack mode. I feel like we all just need to be uh, more open-minded and more open to learning from, from each other. I feel like we there's a room to learn and room to grow on both sides. And we just need to just put love first and keep it moving. Definitely. But guys, this question that we're going to tackle today, and this is going to be another one where we only do one question. I think this question is incredible. Like when I read it, I was like, oh my God, we got to, we have to do this. So the question says, why do women want monogamy or monogamous relationships but hate their man all over them? And that one right there kind of hit me like in the gut. 
because I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm the perfect person to to tackle this um, moment in time. So, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I'll start. So, I feel like because me as me as a person when I'm in a relationship, you have I well I have my moments where I'm like I want to be all up under whoever I'm with at the time. But then you also have your moments where you like, but I just want to be left alone. You do your thing. I do my thing. Even if we sitting in the same room together, but I'm on my phone, you doing, you know, playing the game or whatever the case may be, you know, that's still like we together, but we not. Because sometimes it's still a such thing as being um, smothering. Mm. And I feel like you spending time with me and you smothering me, it's a fine line. Um, and women are the same way. Like, there's a lot of clingy women out here who want to be up under their man 24-7, going wherever they man go. Like, I feel you have to give each other space, but I also feel like that's something that you should communicate with somebody when you first with them or even throughout your relationship. And if you really want to be with this person, then you will understand that. Like, you understand, like, okay, well, this, you know, my girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, you know, they just need their space right now. I'm going to get them time. And then it might only be 20 minutes a day. It might not even be that long. Even if it is longer than that, you know, just get them their time, get them their space. And when y'all come back together, then they going to be all, you know, all up on you. I feel like men give any type of reason to not be monogamous. <laughs> like, it's always something. Why women do this and why women do that and why, like, bruh, like, if you don't want, if you don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, and y'all do know that y'all have that choice. Nobody is not giving you that choice to not be in a monogamous relationship. I Most of the time, y'all the ones that if a girl be like, uh, so what are we? Are we going to be together? You can say no. But you they don't the, give up the pussy, though. And uh, But it's billions of other vaginas out here. The, it comes back to the rejection thing. Because, like, bro, if you got all this game, like you say you got all this game, you got all these women, you should have no problem with letting one go. Mm. And I get it. It's a lot of crazy women out here. They still be stalking you, this, this, that, and the third. And but at the same time, you knew she was crazy when you got with her. Now that that's, part. that's why you got with her. No matter what you say, that's why you got with her. Cause you like that crazy, spontaneous, all that. She stabbed me. Like. But now you don't want it anymore. Like at the end of the day, if you don't want to be with somebody, you don't want to be with one person. You don't have to be, you don't have to make up all these excuses about why women, why men. Just be out here dating everybody. That's okay. Like, it's all right. Bruh. So for me, okay. So I'm one of those people that don't like to be all up under somebody. That's just that's just me. I'm I'm a hermit in that way. I kind of like to have my own space. But my husband is the exact opposite. He loves, 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 loves to be up under me. And then I feel bad because, you know, you you see people be like, I want a man that uh, tells me this and messages me all day and all of that. And I'll be feeling bad. I'm like, damn, um, my husband does everything that everybody wants their husband to do. But I'd be like, babe, I love you. You know I love you. Please. I'm like the, I feel like I'm like the man. And and not in like uh in a crazy sense, but like the emotional sense, where I'm like, babe, just let me play my game. Like that's that's how I feel. But at the same time, I do still want like monogamy. So I feel like there's it's okay to 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 have your space in a relationship. It's okay to have your own friends. It's okay to go do things. It's okay to to have hobbies and stuff outside of each other. Because it can be exhausting, especially when you're married. 
you sign up for forever with somebody. Forever is a very long time. So I'm not trying to spend every moment of every day with you. And and I feel like that's okay. Like, we both have to find things that we're into. So, like, what he does is he'll go fishing, and that's his him time. Me, I do my makeup. That's my me time. And then we have times where we do our time together, whether that's watching a show, whether that's um, cooking together or whatever. But I do think that there has to be a balance. And you got to be upfront with what you want. Like you say, when the person asks you, what do you want out of this relationship? Be upfront. Say, hey, um, I want to be able to have my own space sometimes. Hey, Mondays from six to three, from six to seven are my game time. You know what I mean? And you be like, okay, cool. Because ladies, let that man play that damn game. If he going to work every day and he want to play his video game, let him play the video game. Like what? What is that hurting? He because he could be out in the streets doing some other shit. But two fellas, like I said, if you want to be in a polygamous relationship, just say that because it's people that are into that. I bet you right now there's a website you can go to www.iwantobepolygamous.com and find somebody. I don't know. Bruh, it's a it's poly talk on TikTok right now. Oh, is it? Yes. See? So find your people. And it's okay to not want monogamy. That's fine. But you got to make sure you're up front. You don't get to just be like, I don't want monogamy, so I'm just going to be out here doing wild shit while my, when you know your girl want to be monogamous. Because you don't... I honestly believe... And I feel like it's really selfish. Like You don't hold nobody hostage when you know that long term that ain't what you want let that girl find what she want let that man find what he want and you go find what you want because there's a, a million people out here that may be into the same thing you into so just be upfront and honest on what you expect out of the relationship and boom there you go you in there yeah and i also want to say that i think that when people get in a relationship um they feel like and it's not so much controlling but they feel like once they get in a relationship it's like okay it's just us mm. it's us against everybody and we don't need nobody else what you need friends for if you got me we got each other like bruh like and I'm not saying like when it comes to new friends and stuff like that that's one thing but if you already have your set of friends and you already have things that you were doing Granted, like when you get in a relationship with somebody, marriage, whatever the case may be, there are compromises that you have to do. But if I like to hang out with my girlfriends at eight o'clock on Saturday and that's what I've been doing, like we're going to have to cut. Like, I feel like you should at least give me that. But also at the same time, it should be a compromise of, OK, well, maybe we got I ain't got to do that every Saturday, but I still want to have like two Saturdays out the month what me and my girlfriends go out and then the other two Saturdays, then me and you can go out and do something. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't always gotta be a once you get with somebody, oh, I Your gotta life be is just over. over. You gotta be set with that, you know, you it's just y'all two, like, because that's not realistic. And it's gonna be days where you don't like them and you need <laughs> to go somewhere else and do something. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I honestly agree. Because, like I say, forever is a long time. So you, and I just think that overall, just communicate, communicate what you like, what you don't like, and make sure that you not rushing into anything that you are compatible with the person or whatever, and go from there. Yeah, but that's stuff you have to discuss when you before before. Like, don't get in a relationship with somebody and know you don't like doing this thing that they like doing. And you ain't with it, then now let on down the road, you looking stupid because they didn't stop. You thought they was going to change. Because people, for real, for real, to me, I feel like you can grow, but I don't feel like you change. Or you or you learn how to compromise. And that, com- that comes with age. And that also comes with when you are with the person that you really want to do that for. Yes, because a nigga will tell you he don't want to get married and then marry the next bitch. And that's okay. So that means that you just weren't the person that he was meant to be married to. And sometimes you might have dodged a bullet because you've been in a, a horrible situation. Exactly. 
But guys, it looks like it's time for my favorite part, your favorite part, the misguided minute. Misfit minute. Let's go. Okay, so as always, make sure you guys are following us on social media at Misguided Misfits Pod. That's on TikTok, YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram. I will we will be returning with the YouTube videos. My computer went down, and we we're working on trying to get a new one. But uh, MacBooks are expensive, so make sure you guys share this podcast so we can get our listeners up, okay? Um, also, make sure you turn your notifications on. Make sure you guys are rating the podcast. Wherever you guys are listening to the podcast, it actually helps us out a lot. Um, also, make sure you guys are shopping at BedRockCosmetics.com. Use code BedRock30. Uh-oh, BedRock30. To save thirty percent off once, only one time, guys. Um, on your purchase at www.bedrockcosmetics.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all Twitter, all that jazz. Oh, also, too, the merch is up on my website, Bedrock Cosmetics. So if you guys want some misguided misfit merch, you can shop it. We have our own little section just for your misfits. So go ahead, Isis. Oh, I thought <laughs> I know if you was done. Um, also follow Lavish by the Bundle on Facebook and Instagram. Also shop www.lavishbythebundle.com um, for all your hair needs. If you haven't already, uh, go to uh, Pebbles' page. She recently posted some pictures of her Comic Con, and she recolored her hair. Yes. It came out so good. Um, so I'm telling you, quality is there. A1, you will not be disappointed. Bruh, I swear. No shedding. It was like, and I'm not a hairstylist at all. And I colored my hair this like deep red. Oh, I freaking love it, guys. Make sure you guys are uh, checking out both of our Instagram pages to see all the dope reviews. See all of our uh, customers rocking and loving our products. And as always, we love you guys, and we see you guys later. Bye. Bye.